I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you right now from working at Roush, we never had an ACP4 fail on certification fuel. We had zero CP4 failures on cert fuel. Just once. He wants to say hi to you guys. Hey, little papa. Hey, dude. Hey, little papa. DS, are you, are you in the garage? Yeah. Oh, you're your baby. All right, I'll get the ship. Oh, there you are. Dang. I got to tell you, I'm loving this Grand Marquis. Like that grammar quest? Oh my god, man, yes. But it's too quiet. And it I, I need like I think I'm gonna put like four tens in this car or something. I think I'm really gonna go a little nutty with it. Dang, I want some sun. four ten gears. Yeah, it's just like four thirties or something. Four thirty gears. Four thirty. Drink. Four thirty gears. Oh, wait, I got us all on the same screen now, and I slammed the can into the screen of the phone, and it went all four pictures. i never <laughs> seen that before. Really? Wow. How did I do that? <laughs> I like that. I like the fact that I can see everybody at the same time now. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Right, that's what I this. can see everybody. <clears throat> quad crowd right here. All right. Let, let's see here. What are we uh, What are we going to title them? tonight? What are we going to title? I figured out what that fuse went to. What fuse? Where? What are we talking about? Aaron needed a fuse, and so, so I had my oh, rental. Yeah, I was yeah. like, man, just take it out of my rental. It's a rental. Fuck it. Fuck. He took it out. And I what was going on with your truck? It was a customer truck. What was going on with your truck? Well, damn, the windows didn't work. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it took me a minute to figure out. I finally oh, wow. the windows and mirrors, the pad didn't work. I was like, damn. No. What is going on with your crashed your 450? Oh, they um they uh increased the damage, just getting a full frame now, and it's up to 27 grand. Wow. It's getting a full frame all the way to the rear. Wow. Yeah. That's so pretty it's wild. Be covered. So far, yeah. Mm. They probably they probably know what the total number is, but Ooh. I dude, I when live. I insured it, I, I insured it for 81 grand. Big boy. Yeah, I, I, I set the value at 81 grand. I paid, I was just looking at the finance. I paid 78 for it after Big out the door. Boy. After everything was said and done, it was 78,000. Got his discounts. Got his senior discounts. Oh yeah. Yeah. What what flavor is that? I thought uh, it was fruit punch. Chilada clamato. Oh. Oh wow. What up, Brian? What is going on, everybody? Just getting out my windows, popping out the chats. Let's see here. What up, Skadoo? Hey, call me tomorrow. We gotta go over. Gotta go over the, the the 22. What up, Mike? What's going on, fellas? The 23s. I want to talk about that tonight. Welcome, welcome. Um, 
we got a, a bunch of stuff uh, I want to go over tonight. Uh, I want to talk about Lucas Krautster, um, reeling his tremor. We put some lights on it from uh, Kit from Limitless. Uh, pretty, pretty BA. And um, we're going to go over a, a particular wiring issue uh, Ford Boss had on a, on a 17 uh, F-150. And, you know, sometimes we get these vehicles that uh, go to different dealers and bounce around and it ends up in your lap. And it's like, okay, what, you're like, you have zero choices other than to fix the truck and figure out what's going on. And sometimes it's, it's, uh, it can be hard and you gotta have more than one head on the situation. So we're, we're going to go over that Ford senior master. What is up, bruh? Um, uh, the, I got something in the mail this week. That's going to be a hot topic. You guys are going to be interested in that. <clears throat> and, um, uh, we're going to go over the shorts. I had some really good shorts, uh, one in particular uh, over the weekend uh, where I had uh, a 2017 uh, with a battery light of P0625. And uh, it was real important to note what was going on in front of the engine in that wiring trough and the telltale signs of looking for that green corrosion. It is almost... I would say 95% of the time I can lay underneath there and look, if you know where all the zip ties are and look, I mean, it's 11 through 16 the week before I had just did a, a 2018. Um, I don't get a lot of aluminum duties, but uh, um, I have done handfuls of 11 through 16s. Um, and the key uh, at this point in its life or your life with the vehicle is go ahead and just cut all those zip ties and just let the harness <sighs> because it's just getting pulled too tight. And eventually it'll start chafing on a zip tie or chasing on one of the little webbing parts of the plastic trough. And um, hey, what happens when you pull on them wires and they break? It's looking like money, dude. It was cool. Got him, got back on the road, um, was able to uh, use the uh, existing OE circuit. Um, now how many of you guys are having alternator issues? You guys have alternator issues? Rain Man Ray, he's in. What is up, brother? A um, lot of, lot of uh, 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 trucks, different locations where I've had uh, the battery lights come on and it seems like it's always, I would say, I'd say 80% of the time it's the communication, the control wires going to the PCM. I'd say handful of them have been the red wire that's supposed to be hot all the time. Um, but uh, it's, I don't know. I have never not found one i have walked somebody through doing an overlay but i have always successfully found i've had to take the bracket for the alternator off had to take the fan off um but hey it, it sucks but we found it good evening so is to this, all is this I, something i can do to my truck is uh, this diesel only or is, yeah or is diesel it? only i haven't had any 20s i don't know if they're if they're any different um 
but definitely the 11 through 16s, uh, without a doubt, all the way. Um, well, that was a 17 that you were working on. Yeah, that was. But it's not uh, the Illuma duties are something that I only I I rarely mm. get. Why does it and, seem like um, 17s are the problem for all of us lately? It's like me, the last three were 17. You were the 17. Mm-hmm. Had another 17 coming today. 17 must have been a bad year for them. I don't First know. Year. I don't know. First year of the aluminum body. 23s. That's the big. That's going to be the big thing coming up now. 2023. I know you guys have all seen. Uh, well, maybe not all you guys are on uh, Instagram and Facebook, but for those that are that are, uh, you guys know you've been seeing the 23s floating around. Uh, there was just one down here in Dearborn today with some camo on. Uh, somebody was telling me that they saw. Yeah, um, go hang out in Allen Park at Building Nine and watch yeah. the drive in and out. I'm about to go hang out, get some footage. I mean, um, that's where they do garage service, so. What do you guys think about the new front end? Uh, have you guys seen uh, the headlights? There was a post on Facebook. Some guy had a whole slew of uh, headlights and taillights. And I mean, I kind of liked them instead of having, you know, the uh, if, if you guys have have seen it, you know, the front of the truck, you know, your C rings on the 17s, you know, were like that. All right. And then on 20, we got the brake in the C ring. So the twenties look like this. Now these ones, the 23s kind of look like Chevrolet. Yeah. The, the, they're, they're looking like this. Okay. I'm, I'm only drawing this, uh, the outside line so you can see the housing, but the headlights are kind of separated like this with, uh, their own, their own little, and it's going to be different. We'll have to looks, see it on, on the truck. It looks like they're using like an F-150, the newer F-150 style body. I know. Really? Uh, that would make a lot of sense. I wonder if they're I mean, going to. It looks like an upsized F-150, honestly. I wonder if they're going to introduce any new colors. Cody, I think you're onto something. I mean, it would only be smart to do that. I mean, less... I mean basically, that's what they're doing now. I mean, it looks it looks a little different, but I think those doors very similar to F one hundred and fifty doors from the previous generation, if not the same. I'm excited. Maybe that IP. Maybe they're getting that newer F one hundred and fifty IP inside instrument panel. Don't know. Need to hang out. Need to go hang out at Roush and find out. (laughs) Uh, Somebody, uh, where where was I reading it? Was I hearing it? I can't remember where I, I was hearing it. Uh, they said somebody had said that they uh, had looked at the interior and it was all covered up. So I don't know if that's. Oh, gonna, yeah, it's going to be covered up until they release it. If it's going to be close to the F 150. Because, um, you know, I don't know if you guys have been in the F 150s, but Ford Boss gets a lot of them. And, you know, when you just got the little truck, you know, when you turn it on, it's an F 150 and it's got kind of like the different. Um, uh, quadrants in the in the in the cluster screen, you know, it's kind of like a uh, like a not a wheel, but like a fan across instead of the Super Duty, you know, where it's all all across. So that the the instrument cluster, well, I guess it would be time for a change. So seventeen through nineteen, uh, they were 
very, very similar. The font on the numbers were a little different, um, but for most part, they're the same. So it would be time for an update on the instrument cluster. Well, it's interesting um, because they have this mid-cycle refresh where they put the big screen in there, and it could have just been the fact that they were lagging behind some of the other competitors so much they had to do a temporary thing with that bigger screen. But it's kind of quick. If you think about it, they had that big screen for, what, two years? Mm -hmm. 21 and 22. But the rest of the instrument panel was the same. It's just got a bigger screen jammed in there. I like the big screen after sitting in that tremor this weekend. Yeah. It's a nice screen. It is pretty bad. I haven't heard nice. The nice is the lightning. Oh, have you been in one yet? I drove one. I have video on my phone. That thing. I haven't done it yet. You you talking about like, I thought the Ram TRX when I drove that supercharged Ram TRX at my, uh, my buddy's place was fast. The lightning will smoke that Ram TRX. Like it's nothing. For real? That that lightning (laughs) will make the lightning almost makes you feel sick to your stomach. Anthony just did a video on that too. Yeah. Yeah. I took it out in the back parking lot of the, of the dealership and I was like back by the trees and I got rid of some of the video footage because I knew somebody would complain. Oh my God, you're doing that in the parking lot where there's customers cars. And I was like, I mad at that sucker and it controlled it as soon as it took off. And once it took off, the whole thing was like, and I was like, what the fuck? Nope. Nope. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, it's 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 fast, and it's well, look at uh, that meat man's here. It is it is fast. It doesn't compare to any v- any truck on the road. The only thing I think that can beat it is, is that uh that other electric truck that Rivian or whatever it's called, or it's a little bit smaller. I think it's called like the Rivian or whatever. Oh, but yep, that, yep. Yep. That truck is obnoxious. I mean, just it's fast and it's so easy to control it too. So easy. Yeah. Oh my God. It it knows what it's supposed to be doing when you go to launch that thing. It'll give it to you nice and easy, and then it's just boom, hundred percent. It's there. What what uh trim level did you have? I don't know what it was. It was white and said lightning and it had flags and stuff <laughs> all over it and it had like it was white fancy it was and it was, uh, I guess, I guess we have to have it for six months before we can sell it. Ah, uh, it's one of those. Yeah, it's, uh, it's nice. It was like leather and trimmed out everywhere, and it was such a nice truck. Steve Boyd says our dealership has a $53,000 markup on the Lightning. 150K. Yeah, so, pound sand. And- that's that's a that's a topic that somebody brought up today is, um, you know, how can a lot of the dealers mark up vehicles whenever the manufacturer has already slapped them on the hand and warned them not to do that stuff? Some of you have to understand a lot of these dealers are private entities. They take suggestions from the manufacturer, but they don't have to adhere to every single thing that the manufacturer says. Business is business. So at the end of the day, if you're signing paperwork for something that's been marked up, you ain't got no business complaining about it after you leave that dealership. Man, they got me for $7,500. You signed the paperwork. It's on you, bro. 
If you didn't like it, don't sign the paperwork. It's as simple as that. If people want these prices to go down, quit buying the vehicles. And guess what? They don't mark them up. But well, let me ask you this. How, how fast are they coming in? Uh, and that too. Is there people still a shortage? so bad and they're not coming in fast enough. They're paying the markups. It's like it's people. Supply and demand. Right. People complain about things, but they're their own worst enemy when they're doing literally the things that they're complaining about. Does it make any sense? Right. Any updates on Ford and their new vehicle shorters looking for a new vehicle but don't want to pay the markup? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how many of your subscribers are waiting on Super Duties that have been literally oh. waiting for a year or two years and they still don't have their trucks? Forever. We had a guy order a Super Duty a year ago. It came in. They contacted him for a week straight. The guy would not come in and get the truck. Guess what? As soon as we put it out there, boom, sold immediately to the next next customer that came in. Gone. Why did he How not come work? in? We don't know. No contact, no show. Wow. It's gone. You you snooze, yeah. you, you snooze, you lose, bro. There don't, go off the fa- don't fall off the face of the earth and you won't lose your truck. Oh, guess who's decided to show up? Matt. The meat man. Maddie, Maddie, meat man. Yeah, there's some butthurt people that uh, that don't uh, do exactly pretty much what Ford Boss said. It's like, you know, you call these people, they spend all this time waiting for a truck for a year. I got guys telling me, hey, can you look and see if you can get a truck? Oh, I don't have any info on that, man. Oh, I'm sorry about my truck. Oh, you know what's going to get billed? Blah, 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 blah. And then a year goes by and then, you know, nobody contacts. You know, you call this guy for months, 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 nothing. It's like how... What's the dealer supposed to do? Hold on to this vehicle for for months? For and it, this, for, this, this is the games they play. This is the games they play. Prime example right now. My GM reached out to me, told me the entire story of what was going on, and our dealership was kind of getting tacked with these one star reviews. When we didn't even do anything to a lot of the like these like twenty reviews that came up out of nowhere, one star review, and we're trying to track down where it's coming from. There was a dude that ordered a Bronco two years ago. The Bronco came in. They've been contacting the guy. And trying to talk to him, let him know his Bronco was in. He dropped off the face of the earth for the last four months before the Bronco came in. There was no communication. Every time the salesman tried to contact him, the guy didn't answer the phone. He didn't return no calls or anything. The Bronco came in. They contacted the guy. He never showed up to get the Bronco. So you just, you know what my GM said? Let's put like a tire cover on it. Let's dress up the front of the hood with a bug guard and stuff like that. Let's just put something tasteful. Let's put some protectors on the pinch weld and stuff to protect the paint from rocks and stuff getting thrown up for people that like to off-road this stuff. Let's just do some basic stuff. And he marked it up a little bit. You know what? They're going for like 15,000 over at certain dealers. They were going almost double the price at one time. Now that dealers have become more reasonable and they've come down in their prices. And they said, you know what? Most dealers are between 12 and 15 over. He said, you know, it's like seven, five. And then we'll add some little tasteful touches to it. Right. Then the guy, then the guy shows up to pick up his Bronco. After all this stuff has been done, I'm like, no, man, we already have people looking at this thing. You snooze, you lose. You never signed a bill of sale. You never put no money down. You're not entitled to anything that you came and talked to me about. We tried to contact you. Stay on your vehicle purchase. Keep in communication with the dealer. If you want to secure that vehicle, sign a bill of sale. Put some money down on it to secure it so you know it's yours. Anything. You You don't have nothing to complain about at that point. But now the GM said, look, I understand you're upset. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll both take responsibility here, even though it really is your responsibility. And guess what? I have another Bronco coming in. This is the same exact Bronco. 
as the one you ordered. I'll give it to you $2,000 less than MSRP just to make you happy because of the communication issue that we had. The guy says, no, I want $5,000 less. And the GM said, nah, that ain't happening. Get out of here, man. You're, you're, just, you're, 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 you're obviously looking for something basically for us to give this vehicle away, and that's not happening. It is, it's, we're literally in a market right now where vehicles are going for twelve dollars to $15,000 over plus. And I'm giving it to you for $2,000 less than MSRP, and you're going to try to haggle with me? No. And now this guy's blowing up the internet on his little forum and stuff, getting all his buddies to come and give us one-star reviews. These, these are the games people are playing right now. Unfortunately, this is unnecessary. This is business. If you don't want to pay a markup, then don't sign for the bill of sale. Don't put any money down, whatever, if you're not locked into it. It's as simple as that. Don't do these things, and then you don't have no reason to complain about it. Good point. Good point. Or, or I guess I should say it should make more sense if you didn't do these things, and then you complain about it. Because if you signed the paperwork, and you didn't put a deposit down, and then the vehicle showed up, and then you didn't show up, and the vehicle got marked up, and this is what's being presented to you, and then you complain about it. You're kind of like your own worst enemy at that point. This, this, anyway. Right now is a really rough time for anybody buying vehicles, and they don't understand how business works. They don't understand how the market works right now, and they don't understand that the manufacturer actually doesn't control everything that the dealership does with pricing. Let me ask you this for boss with my 450 being damaged and the way vehicle values are. I give you $500 for it right now. Well, I'm getting a new frame. Okay, $1,000. You thinking I'm, take, you thinking I'm taking a hit in the value? Okay, um, I'll, give you, I'll give you two. All right, two, 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 one. Come on, come on. All man. right, give me I'll some, give you. Give me some. Uh, I'll give you the Volkswagen and the seven three. I'll give you the crowd. I'll give you. The, I'll give you the town car and the Grand Marquis with twenty seven thousand miles. Done deal. Signed, you. sealed, delivered. You'll never have another vehicle that's better. Okay, we can Let's do that, but you and Cody have to share it. I'll give you five hundred dollars. I'll share anything. Five hundred. I'll give you five hundred and one dollars because there's no way that frame is showing up for a year. <laughs> and when it does, and when it does, they're gonna give you the wrong frame. No. Just ask me how I know. Dude, this guy is calling it out. He's like, you know what? You're gonna wait, and when you get it, it isn't even gonna be the right one. I know because that was like one of my I last got, jobs. I got I did Aaron was a frame the... swap. I'm sorry, yes, but a Maverick frame. frame showed up. Oh, I'm sorry. That just happened. That just happened. That Toyota dude on TikTok. They ordered a frame for that Tundra. And a Tacoma frame showed up, and now they have to wait for a whole new different shipment and stuff. Oh it's not even anywhere God. close. No, did I not tell you guys this story? I don't know. You've been MIA yeah, for the I last year. I mean, you kind of dropped off the face of the earth for a while, and we didn't know anything. Because I've been working a lot. Maybe, maybe we used to play catch up. Maybe this stream should be about catching up with you. Catch up. Catch I've up. Been working you a catch lot. up for your meat. No, Matt. I had. I had a 450 to do a frame swap on, and they sent me one. It, it was the wrong frame. That's all it was, is the mounting, the holes for where the, the steering gear go. You know, that little triangle of holes. They were in the right spot, but the holes were too small. Wow. Damn. That sucks. And I guess Ford had an entire rack of frames that were marked wrong. We don't know yeah. what they were for. Well, it happened to you, so maybe it won't happen to me. 
it's going to happen to you. What are the odds? Speaking like the of, of the new trucks, you know, something, um, you know, CP Ford, um, Ford Boss and, and uh, Matt, what we have to do now, there is, there's obviously just being in the community, hearing um, our subscribers, uh, hearing Ford Boss subscribers, people reaching out to us and talking various things and whatnot over social media about the quality of their trucks. And we got water leaks. And then, you know, a couple of guys were complaining uh, about paint uh, on the door wasn't sprayed correctly and, and fit and finish and uh, just a bunch of random stuff. And it's like, it almost seems like, you know, sorry to say, um, and, and I have one too. Uh, it just seems like quality is going down, unfortunately. And now something that we have to do is when we find a problem, if any vehicle, doesn't matter what vehicle it is, if it is under three months old, three months old or less, we have to take pictures and uh, fill out forms and there's a, a bunch of other hoops now that we have to go through uh, to submit back to Ford Motor Company to submit a problem um, uh, to fix something farther up down the line if this is going to be a, a repeat you know issue that we're going to see on, on a particular line um, I don't know there's nothing that is right Ray a sign of the times right now it's it, it it, what it, is that? It, I think it's like three tenths to do that. At least we're saying in the yeah, thing. Yep. 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 They want you to do all that work for three tenths. You know, it, you know what I wish they would do. You know what I wish Ford would do is uh, the, the magazine company dropped a vehicle off that's under review that you can't, I don't think you can really find a lot of the 22 black label navigators. There's some of them out there, but it was a 22 that was under review and they're writing the articles <laughs> on it. When I logged into this thing, it literally asked me on PTS, please give your feedback while working on this vehicle. Please give your feedback. Every time I would go to a new page and then go back to the home screen, it would always ask me, give your feedback, give your feedback, give your feedback. I wish they would do that with all of these vehicles in case we encountered a problem that the thing was mm -hmm. right there. We could feedback mm -hmm. right away on what we're seeing. If they, if the Ford Motor Company would do what, as it said in the light on this black label navigator, the Lincoln Lincoln something motor company. It didn't even say Ford motor company. It said Lincoln something motor company right in the light. And I was like, wow, that's pretty freaking cool, man. And it had a feedback tab that would pop up every, every single time. So the tech could report back anything that he was seeing while he was working on that vehicle. Ford should do that on all of their line. I agree. I agree. They like, had that I, on the Bronco, you know that on the Bronco for a while. No, yep. they, they have that. There's a, um, there's a reporter. Can, can, there's a tab you can go to and report all this stuff, and you got to jump through hoops and all that. Yeah, I, I know that. I've done. Well, that no, before. it's not Why? even. There was a. There was an app that I got sent, and it was like report a concern, but it wasn't. It was for. It was for whatever was coming out at the time for the model years, and it was like, if you have anything in, here's this app. Download it. Take pictures of everything and send mm -hmm. it to us. So maybe that was them piloting the new program. I don't know. That would be neat. I've been out of, be, I've been out of the be loop awesome. for what? Yeah, because like, managers can do it. Service lane people can do it. Technicians can do it. And immediately, you know, VIN populate, take a picture of the VIN, you know, with the little, you know, like we got the, 
uh, for boss, you got that with the uh, the PTS mobile where you can take a picture of the VIN. Do you I, use need that you, at all? I need you to send me that link again so I can download the app with the new phone. I tried to put that app back on the phone or and I cannot find out what app. I'm not doing something right on the new yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Oh, it's, no, I uh, got these. I still have these right here. Yeah, PTS Mobile right there. Yep, yep. Totally cool. You know, I, I know it's uh, something that uh, we use uh, at the dealership, um, but it's not uh, – we just don't have to use it. You guys can use it. you got to pay, pay for access time. You know, it's uh, 24 hours, 48, you know, whatever. Um, but if you guys ever need anything and you need – you know, if you're doing a job at home and you need, you know, the printout of a procedure, you guys can go to motorcraft.com. And look at the same shit that we look at: wiring diagrams, workshop manual, torque everything specs. I mean, print it off. If you want to look at your window off sticker, everything while you're doing it. Um, which reminds me, I wanted to let you guys know to everybody that's watching, all 93 of you. Uh, uh, somebody had reached out to me today and want to know if I could still get window stickers, uh, not in the physical sense, but if you are trying to get a picture of it to see what options. Maybe you bought a used truck and you know you just wanted to have your window sticker. Uh, the majority of us here tonight uh, can access that. So if you do have your VIN, um, maybe uh, put your VIN and your email. Uh, here in the comments and we can email you you know your window sticker we did it uh months 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 back but somebody had asked me today i was like oh yeah you know what maybe that'd be a good a good uh a thing for the live stream um especially especially uh with uh buying use trucks you don't really get window stickers i mean sometimes you do but most of the times you don't um let me go back up here and somebody, somebody asked me something that was pretty important too. They recently bought a new, uh, new used Super Duty to them, and they said, uh, "Is it okay if I ask for any type of warranty history that's been done on this truck after I purchase it? Like I'm head over heels for the truck, Hell yeah. but I'd like to, I'd like to see what the previous owner has had done on their warranty. That's completely legit and legal, whatever you want to call it, for you to ask for that. And if you have a sales department that's willing to work with you." They'll contact service and they'll say, hey, can you print out this warranty history for me? Or they'll do it themselves. And you're more than uh, uh, able to access that um, and have that printed off for you as well. Yeah, that's it's um, a good thing to know. Just yeah. like you said, it's warranty history. So you can see, you know, if this has been a repeat offender, been at the dealership, has been making its rounds. Or if it's been uh, just like today, I have a 13 Super Duty DRW four by two needed a turbo nobody's ever worked on it the clips and twangs were all and guess what they all went back except for two that broke because they were brittle but even the ones on the back of the intake i mean it was it's a pleasure to work on a vehicle that hasn't been hacked everything's put back to get you know what hasn't been taken apart but is how it should be everything's orientated correctly yeah oh dude speaking of that Here's a question for you and Rain Man Ray's got me hungry as shit now. I want Costco pizza. I'm looking at this Kirkland signature <laughs> shirt. <laughs> He's talking about Dude, hot I dogs. Have, I have some Costco pizza today. No, oh, here's a question pizza. for you. Can you guys can you guys Fire. tell when a truck has gone to like the it shop around you that just is not it? Like you know mm -hmm. they just do hack work and you can just recognize it without even asking the customer you just look up 
when I start seeing up. hose clamps, worm clamps on hoses, I'm like, okay, all right. Oh, what, what else? What else we got? What dude, else? Dude, what am I, I going to see when I get? What am I going to see when I get my four fifty back? I'm just saying, like, four you, you look at a six liter clean as shit is what it's going to be. I'll tell you that right now. If you're looking at like a six liter and you see orange RTV is the <laughs> exhaust manifold gaskets, you're like, oh yeah, we know who worked on that. <laughs> Fire up that yeah. fancy pizza, and you damn right. Now I'm hungry. Somebody go get me Who's a to- Costco Ooh. pizza. That's what is my four. Here. Is my four fifty going to get the Bill Brown rubdown? It is, and the guy that we have doing our details after uh, your vehicle's been in, you know, to the bum shop, he does a phenomenal job. And I'm going to tell you right now, my truck is clean. It needs to be vacuumed out. I haven't driven it in a month. DS's truck is a work truck. DS uses his truck. DS's truck is hit. When DS's truck gets unhit, Bill Brown's going to make the inside unhit. And it's going to look brand new. I'm excited. It's going to be, it's going to be on DS. What you're saying. It's going to be unkitted. It's going to be unworked. <laughs> it's gonna look new. I'm excited for you. Should I be all right? Should I be nervous about that freaking engine being tweaked a little out of its position? No, well, that's because the frame moved. That's the only the yeah, engine right, didn't right. get messed up. No, the engine didn't. No, it didn't get messed up at all. You ain't twisting that thing. Hey, all that metal is all designed to move and have flex. So it. So it bends a little bit. You got straight connecting rods. You got curved. Hey, they're all going up and down. It don't matter, can man. That, can you show us that move again? Somebody cue the lights. Oof, 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 oof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. You guys crack me up. Uh, Krautster uh, wants to know, and this is a good thing that we haven't really talked about either. Uh, in fact, let me go get it because uh, he's given me uh, a few bottles. And if you guys have ever used Lucas, I have never used any Lucas products either for the fuel system or the crankcase, but this is what he's left me. Let me sit down. I got this with the the Elantra. And is that the oil stabilizer? Oh, no, it's injector cleaner. Yep. And what he says... Um, is he puts this in the fuel and puts this thing's got 400,000 miles on it and he credits uh, his maintenance regimen and using Lucas um, uh, as to reason why it's gotten that, that far on mileage. And I don't know, have you guys ever used that? Do you, do you put it in your diesel? It says it's good for gasoline or diesel fuel. Um, it's probably got just the right amount of sulfur, sulfur additive to where it's not triggering anything with, you know, the emission system or anything like that. They're probably right under par with what the EPA says is the max limit. And just that little bit of additive alone helps with lubrication. So there's a lot of people that love that, Lucas. Everywhere. Let's see. Just like... Uh... Your marvels. Let's see if it says anything on here. Excellent for marine. SDS. Yeah. This diesel, this diesel fuel additive complies with federal low sulfur content requirements for use yeah. in diesel motor vehicles and non-road engines. 
Yeah, so Lucas. it's just under the sulfur limit is what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, for non-road engines. Lubricates compression rings for easier piston travel, more power, less cylinder wear. Right. Lubricates pumps, carburetors, injectors, compression rings. It says it contains a special clean burning additive to facilitate a complete combustion burn for more power, more fuel economy, and fewer emissions. This clean product should more than pay for itself in fuel savings alone. Well, I'm going to continue running it in the, the Elantra. Um, I think I'd probably stick with my hot shots, but uh, I'm going to be dumping it. I'm going to be dumping it in the Elantra. Don't be. And when you're done with that, then when you're done with that, I'll send you one of the 40-ounce bottles of MMO, and then we'll see what really works. I'm a Lucas guy from way back when I got my 2020 I continued using Lucas I was then introduced to Hot Shots EDT and saw better performance over Lucas so I continued using EDT (laughs) where can I buy straight sulfur additive Uh, maybe Bill Nye the science guy they have additives. Uh, the science guy. They have additives on the shelf at AutoZone, but you have to be careful because a lot of it specifies for like race engines or race this or race can that. Can we just dump? Can we just dump uh, sulfur? Mm-hmm. Not too loyal to additive brand though. Ran the diesel nine one one stuff or whatever it is. Okay, okay, okay. You know what was funny, and I, I put a I put a TikTok. TikTok on it on it before I came on here with you guys is I'm driving down the expressway and there's these two old boys that are in their green construction shirts with their their green hats and they have their work pants on their work boots they're kicked up on the side of the road with two lawn chairs and a cooler out in front of them and what was on the shoulder a big old Dodge Ram with the hood up fender flares and big mud tires and they're kicked back like oh and we're at it again, boys. Let's get comfortable. And I was like, oh, God. These guys are laid out on the side of the expressway, feet up in their lawn chairs, just saying, ah, we're going to drink some cold ones and wait for the tow truck. <laughs> 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 These guys uh, know the deal already. They got comfy quick. We ain't even moving. We ain't even moving feet up on the on the coolers. Each one of them had a cooler under their feet, and they're kicked back in these lawn chairs, just That's chilling, waiting funny. for the tow truck. <laughs> That's too funny. Uh, if I change the hot and cold side pipes, will it change the sound of the motor? No, not one bit. In my Camry, I've always used Lucas. Try the chemical store. You can get real deal Walter White chemistry supplies there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny shit, dude. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. The old Volkswagen dude. got a treatment uh, of ATF this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that was so, dude, that was so cool with the ATF. Yeah. Sean was that, just losing his mind because it was running as I was pouring it in. Dude, you did not care. I know it works. It'll <laughs> run. It'll run no problem. If, if not, run better. <laughs> Cody, what do I gotta? What do I gotta do to get my six seven like that? You're not gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you ain't doing that. No, you, could. Um, you just have you, to do mechanical. Yeah, you, could you set could. it up with yeah, like a V right. pump or something. 
So I put a freaking SNS kit on there. Disaster uh, prevention. Uh, just in case. It's more, it's more than that. Just just like this. It is more than that. <laughs> you can do it easy. So I, I bet someone can retrofit mechanical injection on one of those. Oh, you need a whole mechanical injection? <laughs> It'd be a yeah. two power stroke. Who was it? Was it Dirty Hooker that did mechanical injection on a, a Duramax or something? It was at, I feel like it was at SEMA. I don't know why this that, just popped in my head. That like, would be cost prohibitive. So the injectors, my... the injectors won't do it, huh? They will not be happy. No. It's not just make... that. If you look, if you listen to a lot of the guys that have the old mechanical injection pump, a lot of them talk about doing stuff like this you need like the old school stuff and it'll take it no problem it'll burn oh, it yeah. it'll love it it'll get an increase in power and fuel mileage and everything else but on this new stuff it just will not work injection like pressures are way too high anything oh, yeah, six are. liter anything six liter and lower will work mark reeves asked and i actually have it written down any specs on the 2367 well can be bad as fuck but we're going to have two power choices. And um, I couldn't immediately find the lower power choice, but the high output one's going to have 500 giddy ups and 1400. I'll pull your house and garage attached down into the street power. Dang, dude. Uh, a black hole. What? Uh, it's going to be pretty sweet, and I can only imagine the um, lower-powered ones are going to be, you know, for them STX boys and them cab and chassis. But it's going to be sick. I don't I know. Just, I, I still have a sneaky suspicion about where they're going to be getting 500 ponies from. Yeah. I don't think people are going to like my answer. It's the same as it was when I was in training. Someone told me that a hybrid Super Duty is coming. I don't know, Cody. Is there no. anyone at Roush that can confirm it? I haven't seen a hybrid Super Duty yet. I already know, and I I can't. I'm already saying too much. I told them I wouldn't say. They've some people got a hold of me and told me a whole bunch of stuff, and I told them I wouldn't tell. But I can only tell you guys this: they're using magnets on the fuel rails to align the molecule so it goes into the cylinder better. Oh. <laughs> Can you believe that? that? <laughs> enough, enough oh, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I don't say anything to Matt's, nobody. Wait a second, Matt's got a point. Say oh. no. But wait. Say it ain't the, so. The torque, the torque's 1,400? Yeah. The high output? Yeah. Could that be a, could that be a hybrid? Probably that's not. A, I, if anything, I would think the next Super Duty is probably going to be something different. I don't know. I don't really want a hybrid Super Duty, but I don't think. I could see well, it later when they do like a refresh. <laughs> I don't think it's coming right away. Well, it's a lot of utility if they're going to do the bed power, the onboard power and all that kind of stuff. Mm. There's a ton of utility. So I, I definitely want. I would want one. I'd buy one. I mean, I don't. I don't know. If, I mean, you mean a lot of add-on stuff or a lot of engineering going into it? Because it's a lot of it's a lot of torque. Yeah. Where would they? That's a whole different thing. That much I mean, added it'd torque. Be, 
it'd be the same thing as the F-150. It's a rear-wheel drive with the hybrid between an engine and transmission. It'd be sweet. Um, it's, it's no different. I mean, but but a standard F-150, transmission. F-150 only adds a little bit. How much torque does an F-150 add? Like, what? 70 I mean, Borg Warner makes hybrid units for semis. So, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. It'd be really what's, what's the what's the 10R80 hybrid trans called 10R80M MHT MHT I couldn't remember what the bottom half was but I think if you look with the patent office you'll find a utility patent was filed for a 10R140 MHT dude you're on to something mm. man that's not cool man you got to follow the patents man it could I don't be know. I was told in, you know, this was by, for anyone that went to the Chicago training center and had Dennis Dens rest in peace as an instructor. This came from him. That dude hasn't led me astray. Power is still power and ground is still ground. So I got to believe him. I got to hope. I don't know. Would you guys, what would you guys think if we had an electric super duty? Well, diesel, awesome. I'm for diesel a hybrid, all the way, man. For a hybrid, I'm with it, man. You see the price of diesel. If that thing, you don't have to idle it as much, and Mm-mm. you don't have to have Mm-mm. it running for the you AC know what? to run. I'm gonna give you an analogy, and this is. Dude, I'm just gonna the... put it this way: saving money is cool. Fuel economy is cool. Everyone says auto start stop is dumb. I leave that stuff turned on in my truck. I think it's the greatest thing ever. Uh, Speaking of King which, Richard, <laughs> I think you're the first person I've ever heard say that. <laughs> what? I don't I even think know the... what grade fuel I'm supposed to run in that thing. Like I run 87 in the in the EcoBoost. Yeah. No hell no. Do I, I gotta I run? Do I gotta run the expensive? I run 85. I run the cheap stuff. 85. You run mid grade. No, I run I the think lowest a lot of people low. say with the ego boost that, what's a, that what's, they notice, what's regular. They notice that if they run eighty seven oh, okay. the ego boost, they get more engine noise, more ping, more knocking, stuff like that. But when they start running the mid grade or the the high grade, they 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 feel like it's got more power, it's much smoother, it doesn't make as much noise. Uh, I don't know. I see plenty of people running eighty seven with no problem. Well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I mean, it's it's a 70, well, how many miles? I got 75,000 on that thing. I bought it with like 60 or however many. I mean, it makes some noise, but it doesn't seem like it's knocking and pinging. So I'm just going to keep running my cheap gas, which I don't buy at Costco. I know I need to buy the Costco gas. I got real interested one day, so I checked the ethanol content. It was the same as the shell across the street. So everyone that says Costco gas is low grade gas, dude, the hybrid, hybrid, dude, the hybrid diesel, that it's engine good turns off, bro. That engine turns off. The electric motor takes over. Yeah, dude, like a real locomotive. Mm. See, real here's locomotive. my one complaint. I got the hybrid F one fifty. I would say, like right now, with fuel prices being higher, I would like to maybe have a bigger battery in that thing here, turn the motor off a little longer. What is she getting in that power boost, man? Come on, t- tell me some real numbers. We just took we just took a road trip. To, I'm not uh, talking ten Splash, miles. Splash Village, you know, we went to Splash Village. We, we, it was all highway, and that truck did better on the highway than a normal F-150. How much? Probably like twenty eight to the gallon. 
<laughs> oh, dude, I'm interested. For you know what my buddy's diesel does on the highway? F-150? 33 oh, yeah. to 35. No way. Yeah, but we were going fast. But you, no way. Can probably, yes. He could probably get that. He, no I way. Mean, he could probably at, get that. Hey, it's at Aaron's shop right now. He could go How look long at does it take poster. to get to 60, getting that fuel economy? Don't know. He's getting 35, 35 at the max. So that's my, my biggest gripe with the three liter is it's a dog. So I'd ten assume sp- if you wanted to get good fuel it's economy. A ten speed with a think like a 373 or 350 rear end in it. So oh okay. The rear end makes sense then. But um where does he have three thirty ones in it? Whatever it is, it's, it's low. That's, pretty, that's pretty dang good though. I mean I'm getting like 29 in the Grand Marquis with 273s and 475. So I'm getting <laughs> damn near 50 around town. Yeah, you're you're doing yeah. you're doing good in yours. When I think, dude, I'm telling you, fuel economy's cool. <laughs> but not having no balls is a no because I when I match that thing, I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> that's how it seems like when I turn the AC on the four cylinder. That's not the case in the Powerboost. The Powerboost is fast. Yeah, the power boost. The power boost. Doesn't, doesn't the Powerboost giddy up and go? I haven't been in. Oh yeah. I, I want to put a Lightning head to head with the Powerboost because I took yeah, that, the Lightning. I took a Lightning out. I took a Lightning out last week, annihilate. and it was for real. What about a, a Lightning against a Maki? Lightning uh, smoke the it. Lightning, the Lightning will absolutely destroy no. that thing. They're that fast. But here's no the thing. Drive one, man. Here's Come the thing. On. You can plug they just, the Lightning. They up. just did a test. I can like they, one. they have a live test on that country, whatever that YouTube channel is. That country something where they race all the trucks. TFL. They just did a. They just did a test between a Lightning and a TRX, and the Lightning smoked the hell out of the TRX Get with seven hundred and some horse. Wow! It beat it by like almost two truck lengths at the end of the quarter mile, like it was I didn't nothing. See it. Oh, dude, I had a video of me taking one out for a test drive last week. And when I smash the gas pedal on my Volkswagen, you get put back in the seat, you smoke out the intersection, and then you're gone. And then you look down at the miles per <laughs> gallon, and, you're and, gone. and it says 54.7 miles per gallon. You're like, yep, I'm doing something. Lightning a bad boy. Dude, I, I'm like, you're just driving and you just give that you give that pedal a nice little slap and you're just sitting there and it's just Dang, dude says he's getting 50 with his C-Max energy or hot fusion energy. Yeah, that would be fusion energy, not C-Max. I believe dude it. At work, dude at work is in the 50s with his C-Max. He just sold no his Hyundai whatever and bought one of the C-Maxes with like 60,000 miles on it. I think he only paid like 16 or 17 for it in employee pricing. And he says he's in the 50s all the time. Oh wow! I always took us our uh, the dealer C Max to training, and it was always a game for me to see how good a fuel economy I could get. I definitely wouldn't mind one of those fusions. Oh, I'd like plug-in hybrids. Those fusions, like eighteen are nice. or nineteen. Yeah, they're nice, and they're kind of sporty too. I didn't expect them to be that sporty, and I was like, "Wait a second, this is actually pretty nice." Yeah. Have you guys seen the guy that took a Explorer ST? He's actually from Michigan, I believe, yeah. and he's just yeah. turned yeah. that yeah. thing way up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all—it's like six hundred horsepower. Oh no, I think he's got it even higher than that now. I think his last dyno run was eight hundred. God dang! No they were showing those guys with the that, Explorer that ST, which is 
I've always said if anyone's going to do another gumball or, or a cannonball run, you need to do it with an Explorer ST and just build that engine like nothing and disguise it like a cop car like they did they're, with the They're showing these Audi. guys with these Explorer STs all the time at the track with just basic, like a like a, a nice tune, like a custom tune for it in like 93. And they're showing they're these, these they're showing them smoking all kinds of stuff at, at the track. I'm like Durango RTs that are tuned and all these chargers and stuff. These things are just tearing them up. Wow. Yep, the wife wants one, so guess we're gonna this guy him. this guy definitely cracked down into the tens with his I think he's hunting it's a for bad boy. a nine second pass. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't like about them is I don't like the four-wheel drive system in them because of how they're designed and they're really, they're really clattery and and uh, and chattery like the like the Chrysler all-wheel drives like the Chrysler 300s how they they engage their four-wheel drive it sounds a lot like it and I don't like how that uh, uh the CV will go into the the hub actuator that goes through the front of the oil pan into the front drive unit that's driven off of the output shaft from the silly. transfer case. You it's know just, what? It's, I don't understand that. Why are we having problems with that? Because they've been doing that in Europe for ages. Like with oh, the yeah. Escorts and the Sierras, they've been doing that forever. Why are oh, we what? having a problem with it? The through, ax- the through axle oil pans, why are we having problems with it? I mean, they've been doing oh. it since they've been doing it since the 80s. Like, why are we having leaks? Honestly, when it comes down to it, if you look at I'm like the only one that really took the seal off the hub actuator and then broke it down and then slowly rotated it to show people 10,000 miles later, the O-rings that we're using that have the AA, what do they call it? The suffix, the AA part number. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been updated. We've done nothing to make that seal better. And it's got like 12 cracks in one section. And that one thing, 10,000 miles later, it's flat and it's cracked in 12 different spots. And it has 10,000 miles on it after it's already been changed. We're not doing anything to update that O-ring and it's just pissing out around that O-ring. And then the output shaft seal from the transfer case can't be serviced. So by 20, 25, 30,000 miles, you're already leaking trans fluid out of the front of the transfer case and you can't service it. So you have to replace the whole entire unit because there's it's a, it's a split case design to where the seal has to be inserted from the inside. And they're leaking 20, 25,000 miles. Same thing is happening with the six sevens and all you guys with the extended coverage for 20 MO2 or whatever the dang number is for getting your DEF heater sender replaced. It is the same flipping part that your truck came with. We're not doing anything to update that part. We're not doing anything to update that part to be more robust and have had those new parts later down the line come back in with the same 20BA, 20B9. And, you know, it brings up a good point that Fort Boston said. It's like, we're not doing anything to make the product that we're just uh, well, re- replacing it as, as a customer satisfaction when it should cool. be customer satisfaction. But we need to change the parts. Those? Does Bosch make those or does Delphi make those? I don't know. There's no... No because parts. it's the same one, literally the same tank heater and sender unit goes in the Rams, the Duramaxes, all of International's trucks, all of Freightliners, anything with a Packard powertrain, 
all the off-road equipment. It's literally all the same, and they all have the same issue. It's bad enough that when these things fail, you can't even get them. It's probably Bosch. It's silly. That's the worst thing we got going on right now. I have three trucks right now waiting for DPF. And we just found out that the company that makes the DPFs, the motherfuckers don't even make DPFs anymore. They're making toothpicks. So what <laughs> What are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do? You're, you're going to be real. You'll be better off. Nervous right now. Huh? You're going to be real nervous right now. You got the G's? You got bubble guts? No. You know what I do got? I got the Gucci name. Guide to greatness. That's Burr. what I got. Burr. Um. All right. Orange slippery car. Customer states your orange slippery car is on the dash. What's the first thing you do? What's the first thing you think of? Orange slippery car. Okay. Oh, traction control's got to be on. Hmm. Did you guys know how many? Not did you guys know how many of you guys are rolling around with your Super Duty steering wheel like this? And probably sounding like this. Hmm? Which one of you guys got out there like that? Did you know that even though you're going straight, even though your steering wheel's turned, that's telling all your inner vehicle dynamics, your ABS module, your steering angle inclination sensor, your... Uh, uh, yaw rate sensor that you're constantly making this this left turn and i personally haven't had it but it's a good example on why having that clear vision that that clears center steering wheel is important not only for the vehicle to be going down the road and not be annoying it would annoy the piss out of me but uh that's giving the truck the wrong data um, and intermittently, you know, how many guys probably, you know, jump the gun and maybe put an ABS sensor on it. Maybe they couldn't pull codes because their scan tool didn't, didn't, uh, wasn't as a uh, higher level. I had a guy message me about that today, Aaron. He was Did like, he, really? he was like, Hey, uh, I tried to use my Mac something, something pro blah, blah, blah scanner to reset the steering wheel angle sensor on this. It was an F-150 or super duty or something like that. And he was like, but for some reason for the last week, I've been trying to do this and my scan tool is unable to, and the steering wheels off to the left. And I was like, did you check the suspension? And did you like try to figure out if there was something else going on? If not, why don't you do the alignment to set the steering wheel to the center and then try resetting the steering angle? And he was like, oh, oh. I thought that was all like through the steering or whatever. And the reason it was off was because the steering angle was reset wrong. And I was like, oh, what? Well, yeah, you, you just, you, just uh, <laughs> you, you relearn it. And clear the code and the steering wheel straightens out. That's that's pretty good, man. Well, yeah. uh, you you can only uh, you can only chuckle amongst ourselves because obviously this individual um, didn't know 
and it's it's kind of comical to I've never heard of somebody um, uh, connecting the dots like that, and it, it's funny, but it's obviously not how it works. And uh, that would be a good uh, time to educate, as, as what we what we uh, our main focus here is always here on the channel. Uh, but it, it's very uh, very important. Uh, I see so many trucks, man, coming in. Just what we got uh, uh, speed limited, got the airbag lights on, airbag light always on, check engine lights on, ABS lights on, steering wheels like this. Like, man, that would just annoy me. But hold on. I got to say, most of these are work trucks. And it's like, why ain't my truck driving like a stolen? Yeah. What do they care yeah. for anyway? Yeah. But. You know, usually if it was a nice truck coming in, it's usually coming in for that light or whatever, uh, whatever's on. Um, you know, the sad thing is some of these companies don't even know what's going on with these trucks because the guys that are driving these trucks aren't even reporting that there's problems with them. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, it needs an oil change. Yeah. Fuck it. Just reset it. I know we can a, see that, right? I've been sitting on an F-450 for three months now out in the parking lot. With a module, it's a 543 valve from back in the day. And, an and it says, it says when you go into the data logger, you go into the PIDs, it says uh, a starter disabled. Even though when you turn the key and everything forward, it's not liking something that it's seeing because it's a replacement engine from another truck. And they've tried programming themselves and everything like that. But here's how bad a lot of these companies are. The guy forgot that he even dropped it off at the dealership three months ago, and we've been waiting on answers on whether or not we can proceed with repair on what we thought was the next step. And he doesn't even, he didn't remember it was there. He didn't know. Oh, my no idea. gosh. And he messaged us today, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm managing this fleet of trucks, and I even forgot that I had this truck over at your dealership. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and proceed with whatever you – like, are you freaking kidding me? A lot of these places don't even know – What's going on? Uh, with no communication. No communication. And we've messaged guys can this guy be, uh, dozens of times. Mm. Guys can be hard on trucks. I did a side job with a friend and he was like, take my truck to go uh, get a couple pallets aside. I'm, I go, I'm looking in this guy's truck. I'm like, dang, it looked like someone's been grinding their shoes on the dashboard. Like, damn. So uh i took my i took his truck and i left mine there i left mine on the job <laughs> like and how sean's not even in picture i come i come back and because someone's laying leaving. on your back on the ground where are you he's laying on the couch he's falling asleep <laughs> i'm on the couch <laughs> he's waiting for me to come cuddle with him Aww. yeah it's good <laughs> so i'm i pull up to the job i see my truck and dump trailer leaving the job and i'm like what the heck i'm like mike did you take my truck he's like no <laughs> one of the dudes there took the truck to get gatorades dude i'm so mad i'm like you took my truck to get gatorades gotta say and then i'm well. looking Dude, I'm looking at the GPS like, dude, you are not on my insurance, bro. I just had one hit in an accident. If this happened, you're not on my insurance. I'm in trouble, bro. I can get sued. Like, you can't just take my truck. So he comes hey, back. Yeah, dude, he Gatorade. 
What are you talking about? And he is that <laughs> he had to be hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes back. He could have swiped everybody with that big dump. Dude, this is the 16 foot dump trailer. I go, has he ever pulled a trailer before in his life? And he was like, I don't know. He was just hovering over me. So I sent him to get Gatorades. I don't know. I'm like, are you retarded? So he comes back. And then the next day I get in my truck. I didn't pay no attention. But the next day I get in my truck. I go, why is there mud all over my dashboard? Oh, oh someone grinded their shoes on my truck dashboard. I was like, those motherfuckers, man. Mm. What? Uh, dude, I was mm. so mad. Dude, he mm. was sitting there oh. doing his best, doing his best Rick James, just doing one of these. <laughs> dude, I was mad. I was like, well, it's kind of my fault. I should have took the keys and locked it and been like, don't even go nowhere near that that truck. But I was like, you can sit in it. If you get hot, turn on the air. So I'll be I'll be gone for he's just getting there. He was moving, he was moving into yeah. by the gator <laughs> the whole truck, man. <laughs> Loaded uh, with dirt, bro. Heavy. He's <laughs> going to get Gatorades. <laughs> Don Yant says he wants to know if I have a six seven super duty regens. Uh check out the playlist that I have for uh the regen. Um you'll see. You'll see them all, all right there. I walked out of the lunchroom today, and I, I walk out to the shop, and I just got a couple messages on the YouTube channel. And one guy was like, hey, just want to let you know I appreciate all your guys' work. Tell Aaron I said hi and all this other stuff and say hi to the guys tonight. I can't be on. I just dropped my MKC off at your dealership. And I was like, oh, that's awesome, dude. And then yeah. I get a message like 10 seconds after that. Hey man, I just dropped off my 2018 F-150. I just totaled my five liter and then I turned around and bought an 18 F-150 and it three days later, it's got the cam phaser rattle. So I just dropped it off. And that's the guy that I did a video on. He was like, I just met you the other day in the parking lot when you were working on that. Uh, remember that truck you helped me with Aaron? We were talking, mm-hmm. I, needed to, I needed to talk to you to make sense of everything that was going on. That's the guy that was in the parking lot while I was talking to you. He came up and shook my hand and stuff. And he was like, hey, man, great videos. I'm a fan and everything. I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity. And I'm like, dude, I'm nobody, man. <laughs> I'm nobody. And he gets – and then I look around the shop and I was like, wait a second. There's four subscriber vehicles in the shop right now. And then this guy comes walking in the back door and he's like, hey, dropping off dropping off my Lincoln Town Car or whatever. I need some transmission service done here in the next few days. Or, And I'm like, dude. This is crazy. I have five subscribers vehicles here at the dealership right now at one time. That's, That's half awesome. the vehicles that are in the shop. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. I got Damn. two. I got Damn. two. Can you put your feet you got on three the bash if you're missing toes? Oh, yeah. I hate that. I hate that. I get on my old lady about that. Do not put your feet on any of my, my, my doors, my dash. No, no, I hate that. Mm-hmm. What I if you're missing toes? What if you just got your toes amputated, cut off? Yeah. Um, and I said, how are you going to find parts that are just readily available for a 2006 town car? Get those piglets off my freaking dash. <laughs> get them off my console. Get them off my door. And then we're in the other car. And I said, don't even think about it. This thing's Ford got 26,000. Huh. What do I do? What do I, how do you handle this situation? These guys that did this to me with their boots under my dash, what do I do? How bad do you, you need them? Uh, um, let's see. 
You know, there's that movie Black Snake Moan, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I only seen like, dude, it came out a long time ago. I only seen like a tiny bit of it. Remember that movie where that where Samuel L. Jackson had that that lady chained up inside the house, and he was very like, vaguely, very vaguely. <laughs> you what see about where it? I'm going with this? <laughs> Make them pay, baby. <laughs> Make them pay. I was, so dude. Cute. I was so mad. I was like, because these weren't even my guys. They were like, they were a different guy. It, it was, I was working with another company. And I was about to call their boss. And I was like, you know what? Fuck. I, ah, I'm not going to make a big deal. My truck didn't get in no accident or nothing. Whatever. It's another project coming up. Next time, I'm just going to freaking be like, nah, bro. You ain't getting no, you ain't getting no in, my, in my truck. No one why, did, why didn't you take your keys with you? I should have, man. Because what happened is, <laughs> I should. this should have been a sign. The dude who I was working with, he had his dumb trailer and his truck there. And then he had went to look at another project and his truck was in the way. And I was like, well, move it. And they were like, well, he took the keys. That should have been the sign that he, even he took his keys. He didn't leave his keys with his own people. <laughs> you know, what but his, could truck, have done. his truck ended up being in the way, literally in our way. So I didn't want that to happen to me. Like my truck's just in the way. These ain't you know, the same you- guys that gave you scabies, was it? No, but okay. might as well, Ben. Man, I'm just they checking, do. dude. They're next, though. <laughs> oh, no. You know, if, oh, you knew, if you knew what was going on on landscaping jobs, you'd be like, DS, you know what you could have done? The, you're on the wrong jobs, then. <laughs> you're on the wrong jobs, <laughs> Dude, I must be, man. Sailing. You could man, I got dude. Show. I got a guy working right now. He gets in the truck. He pulls out three drugs. He pulls a mushroom out. He pulls out a little crack rock. Dude, what are you doing? I know. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? We had a guy like, start on kill his, me out, man. We had a guy like, starting oh. on his first day. He pulls out a freaking loaded Smith and Wesson M and P shield, and I'm like. Dude, and I mean, yeah, he his name was Cody, and he kind of looked like Cody, too. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just showing you my gun. I'm like, I don't well, that's something Cody would do. Are you well, dumb? He wouldn't pull it out. Cody, like, always, you, know. you don't have to show that to me. I'm like, okay, if you're not, it's like, if you're going to bring your gun in your lunchbox again tomorrow, don't come. Like, uh, no, no, we're not dealing with that. Dude, I just Hell dealt no. with that. They were once they got all that unemployment money, they're gonna come back with all these guns that they bought with their unemployment money. I'm like, dang, what? Uh. Who? Who's get? Someone's oh. getting unemployment money money from you? Well, no, this is like like last year they were getting unemployment. You know, they oh. get unemployment money and then go buy a bunch of goofy stuff. I don't know. They I got un- I got called by the UIA, or we got a call by the UIA, and they're like, hey, so and so just filed. We just want to confirm that it worked for you, and I'm like. Uh, we're protesting that he no called no showed three days in a row. Still hasn't answered his phone. Goodbye. Claim denied. Bye bye. Not dealing with that. Dude, man, it's hard to find good people right now. It's not fun. A lot it's of, not I mean, fun. You know, not only that, a lot of people. We just had a guy let his pride get in the way because he didn't like what was going on at work, and he went in and he was talking to the, the general manager, and he was like, 
you know, such and such and such, this is what I don't like. And the general manager was like, okay, I mean, you know, business is business. We conduct business a certain way. If you don't like your hours, that's just how it is. You know, I'm the boss. I need you here during these times. And the guy was like, well, uh, I probably should just go ahead and, and leave. You're going to fire me? And he was like, well, the way you're talking to me right now, I feel like firing you because you're being disrespectful. And he was like, well, I, just, I guess I'll just grab my stuff and go. You just fired yourself, dude. <laughs> you're not getting an unemployment or anything. You should let them fire you if that was the case. A lot of people don't even know how to quit a job properly. Yeah, oh, you, geez, you, you, you do what I did. You look your boss straight in the face. You hand them your three week or whatever week notice and you say, hey, it's just not that's not working out for me. It's not what I thought it would. So then you go back to working on trucks in two weeks. Big deal. Yeah. Not that hard. I mean, every time I gave my two weeks, I got told to leave. So, yeah. So here's All a right. deal. That I, tell me if I'm wrong in thinking this. You're wrong. Let's say let's say Hold landscaping. Let's do it. When it, when it comes to landscaping, it seems like we're fishing out of a toilet. But... Oh no, dude! I I've, I've when when you are, if you are in a, a sector that is manual labor, you are literally picking corn. And I'm saying this to get the good guys, the guys that are going to show up every day. They're not going to be sitting there hitting their freaking weed pen from start to stop. They're not showing up late. They're doing the work. They're not complaining. They're not asking to leave early. They're just team players. You're eat, literally eat their, picking corn out, of, out of shit. You are picking corn out of shit. Now, now for the automotive repair, it, it's it's not that bad, is it? Oh, it's worse. No, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's the like. I've I I had conversations with the service director about hiring lube techs, and he's like. I, I can't imagine it's worse for you than it is for me because you just have people that are they, they don't people don't care anymore. Like where's the pride and work that people take? Or where's where's the pride that people take? I, uh, it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. Yes. Yeah. You could have disabled that truck very easy. And me and Aaron found out the other day when he was talking to me on the phone. You huh. could have pulled. You could have pulled fuse thirty-seven, and it would have took down everything in the battery or in the in the body control module. Fuse thirty-seven. Try it next time. It'll disable the truck. Trust me. Believe me. I spent ten hours trying you're to figure. You're talking out about the two fifty? I thought no, no. You're talking about the F one fifty. The F one fifty. We had a customer. Wait a second. Why do I want to do this? Just listen to me. I'm telling you the story right now. Okay, so just, <laughs> just listen. Just stop. Just let them talk. <laughs> Okay. okay. <laughs> so a 17 F-150 came in, 3.5 liter EcoBoost. These people were watching Aaron and me and Cody and everybody here, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're huge fans, but they originally found you guys through me. And then when they heard about the live stream, they went, so they bring their vehicle an hour away from Chicago to come out to me. And they're like, look, this vehicle has been at multiple shops. It intermittently, intermittently just does not start. We don't know the service history of it. We've only owned this thing for like 10, 15,000 miles. It's got 78 on it at the time. And we have an aftermarket warranty, a resource warranty, which resource warranty has done me pretty good. I know a lot of other people don't like resource warranty for what reason. I don't know if you write enough good enough story and you justify why you're trying to repair what you're trying to repair. They pretty much approve it every single time, but they need a good story to go along with it. And they've never declined anything that I've ever sent them. No matter how big it is, they've always approved it because I make sure all of my stories that go to them are on point and 
They brought the vehicle. I couldn't verify it because it wasn't happening at the time. Um, I said, look, I clean up the grounds and stuff. I'll check the connections for everything. I'll do the typical things that I normally would check. And then I seen there was a BMS reset in the computer to reset the battery monitor system in the vehicle because it may end up causing a communication jam in the network and it needs to be cleared out and reset. So the batteries of good health, 100%, I reset the BMS. It worked, worked for about two months. No intermittent, no starts, no nothing like that. It was a coincidence though, because there was actually a problem. It just was a coincidence. It came back. They said, hey, this thing's been doing it on and off for the last couple of weeks again. Um, we need you to look at it again. So I'm going through the vehicle and I found this remote start hidden inside the vehicle that was no longer functioning that they tied directly into the onboard diagnostic port right into the wires going to the gateway module and it was a really shoddy job so i was like i know these aftermarket installs and stuff especially when they're done very poorly like this can cause some of these issues and i see communication issues back in the computer again there's like 30 of them let me take all this stuff out of here why they put a remote start on a vehicle that has a functioning factory remote start to begin with i don't know i'm gonna pull it out Wow. So I pulled it all. I pulled it all out of there. The customer didn't even know it was there. I pulled it all out of there, threw it in a bag. He had all the parts, and um, sent him on his way. There's nothing else I could do. Cleared out the communication codes. Wanted to see what was going to happen this time. The third time, after collecting an hour, an hour diag, and then another hour diag, and I'm like, I can't charge a customer a third time. It's back here again, and I wasn't able to diagnose it the first two times because it's not ever going on when it shows up. So I've done some preventative stuff of things that I know. I still can't figure out what the problem is. This time we got towed in on a wrecker. I was out in the Dominican Republic on vacation. I come back after a week. I get in the vehicle. I try to start it up. It fires right up. Like, Damn. What was going on? It was towed in on a wrecker. They said it wouldn't start at all. And now all of a sudden it's starting. Then uh, my other coworker said, yeah, while you were gone, I tried to go out there and see if I could help you out and verify it as well. And it started every single time for me. It's like, okay, this is weird. I bring the vehicle back in. I contact resource warranty. I'm looking through all the SSMs, the TSBs and stuff like that. Gateway module is a big thing for the 17 models for some reason. A lot of the gateway modules had problems. And then there was also a front control interface module issue where the screen would cause a bunch of traffic stuff. And it says, um, when I say traffic stuff, I mean communication stuff. There's actually an SSM or TSB out on it that talks about before replacing the front control interface module, do this, this, and this, and this, and then proceed with diagnostics. So I was like, it, to me, it seems like this gateway module is online and then offline, online and then offline. And I'm doing a live network test to watch everything. And everything's communicating fine other than the gateway module keeps dropping out intermittently. So this thing's got to be corrupt. So I contact resource warranty. I told them the pinpoint test, it failed. I replaced the gateway module. Everything's starting fine. No problems at all. No codes in the computer. I pull the vehicle outside, I park it. I said, let me start it the next morning. I go out there, I start it the next morning, fires right up, no issue at all. Normally it's the morning after, or like a, in the morning when this thing won't start. And I still can't get anywhere with this, this truck acting up anymore um later on that evening the customer comes to pick up the truck the lady shows up she's in one of our loaner vehicles and the porter goes out to pick up the truck the truck won't start this is what i've been waiting for the entire time the remote start won't kick it off the key won't kick it off it says power steering assist fault on the dash 
30 communication codes in the computer somewhere. Obviously, I've got a major issue here. I'm sorry that you had to come all the way out here an hour, but now I'm actually able to physically see what you're dealing with right now. And I, I do apologize. I really am so sorry. She's been to two other places before us, and I didn't want to give up on this thing. So I look at from like 8.15 in the morning until 6 o'clock at night. I'm looking at this thing, going through wires, verifying this, verifying that. And I'm talking to Aaron. I said, Aaron, I need, I need an ear, man. I need another senior master tech to sit down. I need a, another tech, whatever it is. I need to talk to you because this, some of this stuff isn't making sense right now. As we're talking and we're going over the wiring diagram, he's like, do you have this? Cody said this, check this. And I'm like, yeah, I got that. I got that. So the stuff Cody was saying to check, Aaron was saying to check. I was like, yeah, all this stuff is, it's all, it all checks out. And then I got to thinking about it and I was like, wait a second, I'm looking at this wiring diagram right now and kind of going along the lines of what Cody was saying and Aaron was saying, I'm like, wait a second, fuse 105. It's supposed to have power down at the power steering control module. What, why every time I test that wire, it's showing ground, 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 ground. My CAN plus or my HS CAN two uh, plus and minus is communicating fine and the voltages are fine. The, you know, it's indicating that it's, it's receiving and it's sending information, but that module is not waking up. And I'm talking to Aaron and as Aaron's talking, I'm like, wait a second, that's, it something's wrong with the wake up circuit inside this truck these modules aren't waking up they're trying to communicate but they're not completely like there's power not getting to where it needs to go and i go back out to the truck as i'm talking to aaron i take my power probe and i go to the 105 fuse inside the the battery junction box and i supply power to one of the legs of the fuse and all of a sudden i hear this click 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 me and everything else i was like wait whoa 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 wait a second this whole block inside this fuse box there's no power to any of these like dozen fuses or whatever that's in here there's nothing at all and those all those fuses are hot key on and none of them are powered up key on that's what i was telling so, aaron i said i said the network test if it'll pass if it's got power if it doesn't have power and ground to the modules i'm like does he have power to those modules that's what it sounded yeah. like to me well and that's where when we all started talking that's why i was like something it's got something to do with this here so i applied power to the one leg of that fuse and it powered up that whole bank and everything came on through that one leg of the fuse because they're all tied into each other so I add my own wire into the system to go from the battery terminal over into the leg of the fuse put the fuse back in drive the vehicle inside the shop after we got it started and I separate the fuse box. And it says it's a non-serviceable unit. It's like 12 Apple 581 or something like that. It's the fuse box and the entire harness around the front of the truck. And then there's part of it that goes through the firewall down to a connector that goes the into BCM. the BCM. So I'm, I split the box. I take everything apart. And I said, you know what? This thing's on back order until 7, 8 of 22. I'm not going to make these people wait that long. I'm going to try to figure out how to get inside this box without annihilating it to figure out what's going on. Something's got to be broken inside this box. Something's got to be going on. So I split the box. And I'm like, no, wait a second. This part of the box doesn't have a branch like a, uh, a leg that comes off the main power wires that feed the box. It's being fed by something that goes into the harness to the inside of the truck from the body control module in that one section. So then I go back to the wiring diagram, follow the white wire that goes to the body control module, which is fuse 37. And then I go to the inside of the truck, pull a kick panel, and there's a blue wire 
with an electrical screw where they had wired up an amp that they completely tore out of the vehicle. And the customer didn't even know the stuff was in the vehicle hidden underneath the carpet and stuff. And it was tied onto the fuse 37 and it had pulled the fuse out of the slot. So it was not supplying power into the battery junction box to power up that wake up circuit for all those modules. I took the wire off and stuck the fuse 37 in there. It oh. started up and run like it was brand new. Looking like money, dude. And wow, it's been running. What's up. And it was slowly working its way out over time until, and with terminal fretting going on until it finally backed out of the slot completely and it just wouldn't start. Wow. I love electrical, but I hate electrical. Dude, electrical is so satisfying. It is. It is. And I especially when you make a good. Wait. When you make a good wiring repair, you guys have seen the videos that I've made with with uh, multiple wiring repairs, and I can assume you know all of us here are going to have the same kind of quality. But you know, when we uh, go to a harness, and we got three, four, five wires that are messed up. You know, it's it, it's it's satisfying, just like Matt said, to 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 fix it. The harness doesn't. It's an extra wavy. It doesn't look like it's having a baby in the middle. It looks like it should. It's got, yeah, a got a tape on it. I got a question for you two old boys. Do you still get that feeling when you make when you make something, right? You make a new circuit and you flick it on. Do you still have that thought in the back of your head of like, is this going to work? <laughs> like I, I know what I'm doing, but it's always in the back of my head of like every single job, no matter what I do, I'm like, oh man, I know you've done this a hundred times, but you better have done this right. Is this really gonna work? Are you gonna screw something up? It's just a natural feeling. It's uh, a natural like I, feeling. I I put I rewired all of our trailers. I put a ton of lights and stuff on all of the trucks this winter, and every single time I would go and hit the switch and I'd be like, is it gonna explode? <laughs> like is something bad about to happen i don't know I every remember. Time I like, is, is that feeling every... ever going to go away or or you put an engine together and you're like and then it just starts up fine like, when i yeah. was first first starting off you know doing doing 6073 repairs you know do your first bed plate Man, I sure don't that feel good, man. To the ground. Oh, Donald, I'm gonna be able to eat lunch. My stomach is killing me right now. <laughs> Guy over the waist, like, why are you acting so crazy? I'm like, man, I said, man, I don't feel good, man. Will you just start the truck up? I'm like, oh Christ, dude. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, oh my God. Oh. Dude, that was that was me when I put my first six eight together. I'm like sitting there, like quadruple checking all the timing marks. And I got the thing all put back into the truck, this, that, the other. That's the worst. Ugh. And I'm just like, I'm like pacing around because I'm avoiding it. I'm avoiding <laughs> starting this truck. Like I'm taking forever to put the oil in. I'm double checking everything. One of the guys looks at me. He's like, what in the hell are you doing? I'm like, I had to go to the bathroom. I had to go check parts on something else. He's like, You're scared to start the truck. Just go start the truck. You procrastinate. Like, no, I'm like, a I literally look at him and I go, Chris, you go start the truck. Oh, I'm, I'm dude, like, I, 
I don't want to start this thing. And all of a sudden I just hear it like, and it just dies. Will you just cut the goddamn wire? I think I think I said something like that. I just I just did a a one five short block uh, like two months ago, and everything went perfectly. I mean, everything went perfectly. I've done so many of them; it's like nothing anymore. It's money, and I get inside this thing, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna prime it first, and I go to turn the key forward and prime it up, and I get everything moving and stuff like that. And one of the senior masters comes by. He's he does phasers and. Uh, like three five eco boost stuff a lot, and uh, like water pump timing jobs and stuff a lot. He doesn't really get into any of the small bore stuff anymore. And I mean, even though it's small bore, it's smaller than what he does. And he's standing right there, and he's uh, he's like, All right, start it. I'll stand right here and watch for you, make sure there's no leaks or anything. I said, Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And I go to start oh. this thing up, and it's I'm like, What in the hell is going on? he said wait a second take it easy because he could see the panic starting to i started to turn red i was getting upset and i was worried and i'm like he's like it sounds like there's air in the fuel system still and you just haven't got it all out i don't know if you know what's going on or whatever but just breathe for a second crank it over again I cranked it over again and it started that like it wanted to go. And he was like, okay, do it again. You got, sounds like you got air in the system. And I fired it up and it whoa, just came, went up and it came back down. And I'm like, oh my God, man. I, I, thought, I thought I was pulling this thing back apart. The timing was off or whatever, but I'm like, how could I have, I have had the timing off? All the timing tools were in. There's like six gazillion timing tools on this engine and they were all in where they're supposed to be. So I couldn't have had the timing off. And I was freaking out. I was literally about to piss myself because I thought I was going to have to pull this thing back apart again. It just aired in the system. That's the worst. Whew. Double check, second guess yourself. Oh, I was like my first six liter I did injectors on and those buttholes didn't tell me. And they just watched me sit in that truck looking like I was about to throw up. Just <laughs> cranking on it and cranking on it and cranking on it. And they're like, oh, look, he did it again. What is up, chat? Finally, 50. it starts to go. It starts to go, and they're just sitting there yelling at me. For it, for it, for it. We appreciate you. DS Trucks is out. How do you get to that level one stuff? Go to the channel header. You can click that join button. For all you channel members, you all know you got a direct link to us at the channel. I'm in your back pockets, your front pockets, your backpack. You got problems. You reach out to us. Uh, Rayman Ray, we appreciate you coming through uh, the comments. Maybe we'll have you on next time. Workplay TV, I reached out to him. Maybe we'll have him on coming soon. Um, uh, we have a video for Friday that I think you all are going to want to watch. <clears throat> you guys don't like the lower fuel filter drain replacement 17 and up you guys need to watch it if you're going to make a mess you need to make the mess this way don't fret and don't be draining no 10 gallons out of your 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 whiff water drain we ain't got time for that nope. all right fellas yeah bro fbm ds mr matt thanks for coming through everybody brian cd fishing zeester we'll catch you next time see ya.